you're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Hey everyone, thanks for staying with us. We are excited for another great hour of Real Presence Live. I'm one of your hosts this morning, Brandon Clark, joined by the other host. The other host, John Clark. John Clark, yes. yes. If you missed any of the first hour, I highly encourage you to check out the podcast, which will be available later today because Eli is awesome and he's on the ball and he gets things up like that. You can find it online at realpresenceradio.com. You can also find it on our smartphone app under Podcasts and Real Presence Live. Two very great conversations. Father Richard Kunst talking about his papal artifacts collection. You can, you can learn more about it and see pictures and, and read about the papal history at papalartifacts.com. And then if you weren't able to join us for the first hour, the last half of the first hour, we had a great conversation with Monsignor Gregory Schlesselman about yeah. just encountering Christ and preparing for Christ in our hearts for the rest of Advent. You know, the, the clock is kind of our enemy because in both segments we could have gone much longer. There was just so much rich information and, and uh, really fascinating detail. Yeah, absolutely. So be sure to check out that podcast later today, or you can listen to it on the replay coming up on Saturday morning. What we do, as I mentioned, have another wonderful hour of Real Presence Live, and we are starting off with a very, very exciting event that happened for one of our local dioceses. We have Janelle Gergen of the Diocese of Crookston to join us and talk about this exciting event that happened about 11 days ago or so. So good morning, Janelle. Thanks for being on with us. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. So we are talking about the installation of Bishop Andrew Cousins, the newest bishop of the Diocese of Crookston. Let's just talk about the excitement of uh, just having a new bishop and what that means for the Diocese of Crookston as we begin. Well, sure. Thank you, Brandon. Um, So, you know, I guess it just, I've been working for the church seven and a half years, and, um, you know, I guess it's, it's no secret for us locally that 2021 was kind of the year of three bishops for the Diocese of Crookston and going through, you know, a lot of transition. Um, so, you know, now now that the installation is over, we all just kind of have some forward-looking vision, and we know, um, you know, Bishop Cousins is just really looking forward to getting to know our people, and and we're excited for that to happen. He's a lover of people and a lover of souls, and so... You know, he's been um, warmly welcomed, um, and so, yeah, just, he's got some priorities set, and and so we're excited about it. It's truly a gift in the Christmas season now There's a, uh, to have a head shepherd in the diocese. Can you, you worked for the... Uh, you work for the diocese for seven years. In, in what capacity? What do you do for the, for the diocese? Sure. So I'm the director of communications, um, and so for the church, that means that, you know, I oversee everything from our diocesan newspaper and our website, um, social media strategy. I also do a lot of work with policy implementation and, you know, the dissemination of official statements and crisis response and media relations and you know, most big projects and ministries, I have some sort of leadership or consultative role. Um, 
so yeah, I uh, earned a bachelor's degree from Minnesota State University, Mankato, and a master's degree from Purdue. And I met my husband in college at the St. Thomas More Catholic Newman Center in Mankato, and we've been married for 17 years. So um, I like to say that my work for the church comes out of a very fruitful vocation to marriage. So Indeed. So for those who don't know who Bishop Cousins is yet, how would you describe him? You know, I would describe Bishop Cousins as, you know, a warm, gentle, kind shepherd, um, an evangelizer, and just kind of, as I mentioned, you know, he's he's already established himself as a lover of people, and um, he shows great care for individuals. And so I think because of all of that, um, I think he... You know, I'm I'm really looking forward to um, how his encounters with individuals will lead to some renewal and just some fresh energy for our staff and clergy and parishioners. You know, he's he's got extensive experience in vocations work and and um, you know, as clearly as an auxiliary for for eight years in the Archdiocese of St. Paul, Minneapolis, he he did a lot of work for them with Catholic education and and vocations and um, yeah. So I just think. Just to describe, you know, it's it's hard to put it all, you know, into into words. I guess maybe the man that he is or, or will be for the church, but um, he's warm and gentle and he's charismatic. So mm-hmm. I I think that's a good way of describing Bishop Cousins. I think many would agree. That's wonderful. If you're just tuning in, we're visiting with uh, Janelle Gergen of the Diocese of Crookston. She's the communications director, and we are talking about the newly installed Bishop Andrew Cousins, the newest bishop of the diocese. And so I want to transition now, Janelle, into the installation. It took place on December 6th, and uh, before that, uh, John pointed out actually that there was a, it was cold and there was even a, a blizzard. And so, you know, what was it like leading up to the installation and planning, and did any of the weather impact anything in that time? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. So, you know, I guess my role with the installation, I ended up being the coordinator of the event. And so aside from my regular work, you know, in communications, which um, a communications director's plate is kind of full with, especially during an Episcopal transition. So there's a lot to consider with media relations and promotions and, you know, live stream and photography and all of those sorts of things. Um but then our apostolic administrator, who was here, Bishop Pates, had asked me to to coordinate and just kind of lead the planning team. And so that means I oversaw, you know, invitations and liturgy and accommodations and hospitality and just really anything that kind of goes along with planning an event of this magnitude. And so the events themselves, you know, there was kind of, there was the Vespers on Sunday, December 5th and there was some ma- the installation mass on December 6th, and there were some meals and things that kind of surrounded those events. And everything was ticketed because in this day and age, you know, you just kind of have to prioritize who, you know, space needs and, and who needs to be there in terms of, like, the family and staff and, and all of that. So it, it was ticketed, and, you know, we kind of had a plan, and we were at full capacity for our events, and we kind of knew who was all coming, and then with with the weather that ended up arriving um, on on Saturday night, or, you know, Sunday and Sunday night, um, 
we ended up, it was kind of a thing where some people couldn't come, people that weren't planning to come, you know, ended up arriving. So it just kind of ended up being a really organic, whoever had tickets, it kind of got a little messy at the end because of the travel impacts, but it ended up being really beautiful. And we still had a full cathedral for the installation mass, which was great. Um, You know, there was a few less people at Vespers, but um, you know, it just, we were able to feed all the people that came. And, and so it, it was, it was all really beautiful and probably just orchestrated the way that was meant to be, I guess you could say the people that needed to be there were there. And um, we got the apostolic nuncio in, you know, we, his flights were adjusted in order to, to come. So, you know, that, that all happened. And, you know, the Cousins family came a couple days in advance, too. And, you know, Bishop Cousins was here in plenty of time. So, so there were some travel impacts for some, but it ended up being really beautiful. When you told us about yourself earlier, I didn't hear the, the, uh, the words tow truck driver. So you, yeah. didn't, you didn't do that? <laughs> nope, I didn't have to do that. But you know what? I, I was the person that had to call on, on those things. But yeah, that's just kind of when you're coordinating, you know, you, you never really know what's going to happen and you just have to kind of keep calm and cool, collected and make the best decisions with the information and the circumstances that you have. But. Typically, you would be, from a communication standpoint, I would think that a lot of your your work from that aspect is really done before and leading up to it and then a little following so to be so hands-on like you were um i just i think it's really interesting and it's it's really good that that uh, that the installation went as well as it did so you know kudos to you for that certainly and i'm sure you have a lot of support people that helped you as well thank you yeah you know we were able to i partnered with a great local photographer that was, you know, was able to come to town and stay in town in the midst of the weather. And so, um, photographer was hired and, and we, I worked with, I worked with our local media. We did a media conference in advance of Vespers on Sunday night so that our local media could have some kind of one-on-one time with Bishop Cousins over Zoom. So that was all planned in advance. And, we partnered with HB Sound and Light out of Grand Forks, North Dakota, for the live stream. So, yeah, it was a lot of preparation work uh, leading up leading up to it. I'm just a one-man communications office, uh, so I have to rely on a lot of outsourcing of some of that. But everything worked really seamlessly in that way, so I'm really grateful. If you're just tuning in, we're visiting with Janelle Gergen of the Diocese of Crookston about the recent installation of Bishop Andrew Cousins of the Diocese. And we are going to go through that installation, kind of walk through it, because maybe there's people listening who have no idea what an installation is, have never been to one. So I want to kind of walk through that because there's many beautiful parts to that. And we will continue with that conversation, that part of the conversation, when Real Presence Live continues. So please stay with us. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sappo from Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision offers vision therapy services for children and adults. Symptoms of poor reading comprehension, headaches, tired eyes, and poor coordination can be indicators of eye movement conditions which affect reading and learning. Eye movement disorders are often undetected by school vision screenings and regular eye exams. For more information about how vision therapy can help treat these conditions, our website is www.lumen.vision. 
I still remember a man who was adamant against the Catholic Church and uh, telling his story out of these five, and he said, you know, I can, I can bear a Christian church when it comes to Catholic. I put on my brakes. I'm very skeptical. And he said, I used to drive across the state of North Dakota almost on a daily basis. He said, I didn't like music. I wanted to listen to talk shows. But he said, I ran out of talk show, and he said, I was just flipping through the AM dial. And I, and I come across this radio station, all of a sudden it's like, they're talking about the faith, and it's like, he said, all of a sudden they're talking about the Blessed Mother. He said, yeah, I agree to that. I agree with that. And he said, they talked about the Eucharist, and he says, you know, I, yeah, I can handle that. that. That makes sense. That's logical. He said he got home that night, and he, he told his wife, he says, uh, I think I'm Catholic, and I don't even know it. <laughs> that's what Catholic radio can bring to the table. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management's properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. For questions, Rose Management can be reached at 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. We are back. And we are excited to be with you on Real Presence Live here on the Real Presence Radio Network. We're having a great conversation with Janelle Gergen of the Diocese of Crookston about Bishop Andrew Cousins. He was recently installed to be the newest bishop of the diocese. And there's a lot of excitement surrounding that. But, you know, one of the things before we get into, you know, kind of the, the, the mood and the sense of things in the diocese among the people, Janelle, is let's walk through the, the installation because it differs from an ordination and there's a, there's a lot of beautiful things that happen. So can you tell us a little bit about that in terms of what the installation is in different pieces, of course, but then how it played out in this particular instance with Bishop Cousins? Sure, thanks. That's a great question, Brandon. So, you know, Bishop Cousins was ordained in 2013, ordained a bishop as an auxiliary in um, St. Paul, Minneapolis. So so already being a bishop, that just means that with his appointment to the Diocese of Crookston and, and getting his own diocese, that that the Mass, the big Mass that we had 11 days ago was his installation. So he wasn't being ordained, he's already ordained bishop. And so how the Mass differs, really, is that everything happened, everything necessary happened during the introductory rites, and so everything happens before the Gloria. So people are used to the order of the Mass, and so um, what happened first was that um, about 15 bishops processed in, and about 90 priests and 20 deacons processed in with some song, and then... The first thing that then happened was called the reception at the doors of the cathedral. And what happened was Bishop Cousins was standing outside the doors of the cathedral, the Cathedral of the Immaculate Conception in Crookston, and he had a gavel and he knocked on the door. And the Metropolitan Archbishop, Archbishop Bernard Hebda, then opened the door um, and 
Bishop Cousins entered and was kind of given then to the rector of the cathedral, um, Reverend Joseph Richards, and he received him. And then um, Father Richards uh, gave Bishop Cousins a crucifix, which he kissed, and gave him holy water, and then that holy water, Bishop Cousins, you know, kind of processed through the cathedral and, you know, sprinkled everybody with holy water. So that was kind of his entrance procession after he entered at the doors of the cathedral. Um, From there, you know, Archbishop Hebda kind of starts out as the presider over the Mass, right? So he starts out, um, he welcomes everybody with the sign of the cross and the greeting, and then from there, the Apostolic Nuncio, Archbishop Christophe Pierre, did a reading of the Apostolic Mandate. So the Apostolic Mandate is a decree from Pope Francis, which names, you know, the appointment. He, it names Bishop Cousins as the Bishop of Crookston. So a reading of that Apostolic Mandate took place, and then what's called an inspection and acceptance of the mandate. So the Archbishop then, you know, handed handed that mandate it's a it's a it's called a papal bull really and it's um it's on parchment or vellum um and so he handed it to bishop cousins bishop cousins received it and then he took that mandate and there's there's a lot of pictures and stuff that have kind of gone out on social media with him holding up that mandate but he's holding that apostolic mandate and the first group of people that he showed it to um, was our diocesan college of consultors, which is a group of priests that are appointed to, you know, advise the local bishop. So Bishop Cousins showed the apostolic mandate to our college of consultors who were sitting up close. And then from there, he walked it through the entire congregation. And there was about four different times when he was processing the apostolic mandate all around the cathedral. Um, you know, four different times, people just kind of spontaneously started cheering and you know, you could just tell people were so joyful and um, just that spontaneous applause, it was it was really beautiful. So from there, after he kind of processes that all throughout the cathedral, uh, Bishop Cousins then um, is escorted to the cathedra, which is the chair, the bishop's chair in the cathedral sanctuary. Um, Archbishop had to escort Bishop Cousins to the cathedra, um, where he receives the diocesan crozier, so the, the shepherd's hook, you could say, that a bishop carries. And he was formally seated in the cathedra. And so at the moment that Bishop Cousins sat on that chair, which is the bishop's chair, that was the moment that he it was the start of his time as the eighth bishop of Crookston is when he sat in that chair. So, um, you know, that happened. And then there was there was what's called a greeting by diocesan representatives. So while he's sitting in the cathedra, some names were called, and some different groups of people came forward, like a member of our chancery staff welcomed him, and, um, you know, women from our religious communities welcomed him, and people on different boards and committees that were selected um, to just to kind of represent their body, uh, you know, to, to, bishop, to the new bishop. And so from there, then Bishop Cousins became the presider over the rest of that Mass. And then the Gloria, you know, happened, and just everything transpired like a regular Mass would, so that's just the difference, really, is that the, the introductory rites, um, him, you know, taking the cathedra is the big moment. But There's a lot going on before the Gloria. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, yeah. it's fascinating. That's very fascinating. So uh, this has got to be, you know, I was at the ordination of uh, uh, Bishop Folda, and okay. the excitement um, 
afterwards especially uh, was just contagious. It, I'm sure you found the same thing uh, there on the 6th. Yes, absolutely. You know, I would say, and even preceding the 6th, I think because Bishop Cousins, you know, was very well known in the region and in the country, there were so many people that were so excited to begin with because they felt like they already knew him and knew the man and knew his body of work. And so, you know, so many people were reaching out to us wanting tickets to come to the event. So there was that excitement. But then just, you know, for the people of Crookston, I think for us it was a little bit of finality to... Um, you know, just kind of our time of transition and waiting for a bishop, in though we really were only waiting, you know, eight months, which is kind of short in the life of the church. But um, so we're grateful that that period of waiting is over. But people just, yes, they were really excited, um, just a lot of joy and and a lot of peace. And um, there was a reception afterwards and, you know, a receiving line, and Bishop Cousins was able to, to speak with anybody individually that, you know, and greet them and take photos. And so, yeah, and just the cards and the emails and the gifts and just all kinds of things are pouring into the chancery. And, you know, a lot of people, a lot of groups wanting the bishop to come to their event or their ministry. And so, you know, his, his schedule is getting filled up, and that's all pretty typical, mm. you know, when there's an Episcopal transition. But yeah, just a lot of, a lot of, lot of warm support, and you know, Bishop Cousins is, he's very, um, he he loves to share that he, you know, he doesn't like to sit around, of course, and so he's, you know, going out and meeting with all of our priests individually in these first few months, and um, he'll he'll meet with the deacons individually too, and he'll be visiting our Catholic schools, of course. So yeah, I think the people are excited for him uh, to come and visit them, and to meet, you know, for them to meet and. Yeah, so it's been great. His first weekend, he was at St. Joe's in Moorhead and St. Francis de Sales in Moorhead, and he's yeah, he's had he's mm. had a lot of activity already. But mm. that's great. You know, uh, Janelle, over the past few years, a lot has happened in the diocese of Crookston, and so I would imagine there's uh, still a need for some healing. How, how do you see having Bishop Cousins here and having this? new energy, everybody excited, bringing that level of healing that's needed in the diocese? You know, I think, I mean, you're right. You know, there's some healing that needs to be done. I think because he's so great on the individual level, um, I think that's going to help. I think his personal relationships with people will definitely bring kind of uh, some renewal. I'm excited to see kind of how that turns out. I think because he's also... It's, it's interesting timing, too. He's the chair of the USCCB Committee on um, Evangelization and Catechesis, and there's also a Eucharistic revival, of course, that he's leading, you know, in the country. And so I think, you know, a focus on the Eucharist is going to be big in these, in these early months. Um, you know, the synodal process that Pope Francis has called for for the global church and then having the local consultations that have been kind of already widely publicized is going to take place. I think that's going to be helpful for Bishop Cousins to, to be present at those consultations and just the listening sessions and hearing where people are at and their needs. And um, I, I think he's going to get a sense of, and I think he already knows where where healing needs to take place. But And he's a, he's a, a man of discernment, and so he's definitely a man of prayer, and I think he brings everything to prayer, and he He's very serious about being a man of prayer, and I think his ability to perfectly discern each next step um, is going to be great for the diocese and for the people. So, hmm. that's that sounds uh, 
wonderful, and uh, it sounds like the Holy Spirit has chosen the right guy for the job. Uh, yeah. if, if anybody missed the installation mass, where can they find that to watch? That's a, also a great question. So I am really pleased with our partnership we had with HB Sound and Light out of Grand Forks, North Dakota. They did a stellar job with, with the live stream, so I highly recommend them. But um, the videos from the December 5th Vesper service and the December 6th installation mass can be viewed on our Crookston website, crookston.org forward slash newbishop, or you can just search the Diocese of Crookston on YouTube, and you'll see them on our YouTube channel and also, of course, our Diocese of Crookston Facebook page. And so far, out of all of our, you know, digital presence and everywhere the video is posted, it's been viewed 6,000 times in the last, you know, 10, 11 days. So Mm. it's pretty fantastic. And then we were grateful to have Real Presence Radio, of course, there, and they they shared it live on air, you know, so the audio, I've listened to the audio um, on your guys' website. So, yeah, you can you can listen there, too. That's awesome. You know, uh, just a couple minutes left here. For those in the Diocese of Crookston who are listening this morning, what message would you have for them about everything that we've talked about this morning? You know, I think we just, we prayed for a new bishop. The Holy Spirit appointed a new bishop, Um you know, through Pope Francis, of course, and and the process undertaken, and he's here and he's been installed. And I just, I would say, let's just keep our prayers going for Bishop Cousins, um, and let's pray for one another, and let's pray for the healing maybe that is needed in different areas of the diocese. Let's let's you know um, pray that we can all have the hope that Bishop Cousins spoke about in his installation homily. And it's, you know, Advent is a time of hope, and and I guess, yeah, that would be my, my advice for the people of the diocese, to keep the prayer going. Awesome. Again, you can watch the installation mass and Vespers, the live streams, uh, by visiting crookston.org. You can uh, click on, it's right there on the homepage. Otherwise, you can visit crookston.org slash newbishop. Also able to find it on their YouTube page. Thanks so much, Janelle, for being on with us this morning. Thanks for having me. You guys have a great day and a Merry Christmas. You too. Merry God Christmas bless to you. Thanks. All right, John, you know what time it is? Donuts. Donut time. Donut time. Yep. It is time for Honor Our Fathers, and we'll tell you who is going to be honored right after this break as Real Presence Live continues. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 